need to be willing to say, I'm going to go figure, I want to know who I am. And I want to really, uh, one of my other things every morning I do is I just put my hands on my heart and I say, show me the way today. What is mine to share? In this episode, we will talk about daily connection, divorce, and living a life less ordinary. We'll dive right into Mary Gooden's courageous story, cultivating inner work, and what accomplishments she did in order to get where she is now. Be sure to listen in for all the details. Hello, my wonderful beasties. Welcome to the Courageous Inner Beast. My name is Tina, your host, and this is the place where you where you come in and get inspired with courage and just hear stories from everyone, um, all the guests that's coming in. So, and here we have Mary Gooden. How are you? And and please introduce yourself. Oh, hi, Tina. Thanks so much for having me on this podcast. Uh, I love sharing about courage. Uh, as you said, I am Mary Gooden. I am a CEO and founder of Divine Destiny Mentoring and Publishing. I, too, am the host of Shine Your Soul Light podcast and a sacred wellness advisor. Uh, so I believe that really abundance thrives in our ability to remain aligned and authentic, which takes uh, a lot of courage which is how I have uh, been stepping forward in my life, perhaps in the last four or five years, um, or even longer, maybe all 46 of them have been courageous steps forward, uh, but readily now really taking advantage of understanding that we get to create our reality, we get to create our lives, and it does take a lot of courage. So thank you, Tina, for having me on the show. And thank you for joining us. And so um, what is one creator story that you would like to share to our audience today? So I would love, there's so many of them, but I feel like what wants to move through is uh, really the story of opening myself up to the online space and mm -hmm. aligning with uh, my soul aligned dream clients, my soul aligned dream friends, really making deep soul connections uh, so I am a number one international best-selling author and publisher, and I joyfully support other conscious leaders, entrepreneurs, and visionaries in doing the same because I believe sharing your story, your message, just like we're doing on podcast, on as many platforms as you can that yes. are available to you, is how we can create the deepest level of impact and influence. Yeah. And so uh, the first time that I was asked to share a story uh, of courage, it was the same. The title of the book was Phoenix, uh, Meet the Women Who Have Risen from the Ashes, ashes to Find Hope. And um, I was invited to the project and instantly fear, fear got in the way. There were two things that I heard myself say, and perhaps your audience can relate to this when, when you're invited to something that you've never done before or something that you didn't think you were going to experience in life. I said, I don't mm -hmm. have a story, right? And I don't write. So I hurried up and tried to put two, two uh, big baskets of illusion yeah. in the way of, of my own invitation of the universe asking me to take a step forward, because that's generally what it is, or your God or your source or your divine, is when something shows up for you, no, it's asking you for courage, right? It's asking yeah. you to take that step forward. So I had come far enough along in my, uh, we can call it a healing journey or self-commitment or daily connection journey to know that I was just putting fear in the way. Yeah. <laughs> right? I mean, you can relate. <laughs> yes. 
it's well it's easier to do that right it's easy to to not try something new um, yeah and it's also like also the fact it's easier to just like hang back and just let fear take i mean sometimes we're not even aware of that fear is even taking taking the the wheel the steering wheel and like driving you to not do something that you really want to do like sometimes you gotta what you said courage it's calling you to feel bring in the courage to just take that first step take that first step even when there's fear you know and so I yes (laughs) right and that's exactly what courage is since we're on it it's it's an invitation that comes to you that you've never seen before. Mm-hmm. And we have been part of our lives have been about being scared of that, being fearing that it's so um, powerful. And so I did the same, although I had recognized my nose and my illusions, I instantly typed, yes, I will share a story in this book. And um, I think the back piece of this to understand how courageous it was for me is just in the years moving up to this invitation I had heard it like I need a bigger audience. We need you connecting with more people Uh, or, you know, not even just being around more people. Or I had done a lot of and I still do a lot of ceremonies and rituals. I was doing a lot of moon rituals and teaching yoga. Right. I was I've been in that self journey practice, but it was to have the courage to step out and be seen more is what was being asked of me. And so because I knew that 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 was what was ruffling my feathers at the time. How can I do this? How can I be seen more for whatever reason? And mm-hmm. I really didn't know the reason other than I could hear it in my meditations or when I was like, what should I be asking for here? What should I be, what should be my intention? And uh, that was it. Oh, so yeah, I those thought- are, yeah, those are questions that need to, like those are like thought-provoking questions of like, okay, I need to do something. I need, I want to do this. I need to do this. Like it's, yeah, those kind of questions definitely. And that's the uncomfortable part. Would you mm-hmm. believe it? That's the most uncomfortable part of courage is the yearning. It's not actually the invitation when it comes. It's the time in between that, you know, that's what makes us angry because we know we want something, right? We know yes. something needs to shift. And it's like that buildup of, of, oh, uh, and so I said, yes. And um, it wasn't that I shared my story about my divorce, another huge courageous move after 20 a 25 year relationship uh basically i um i i chose to serve on purpose and i i had to disconnect from this relationship of 25 years to continue to figure out who i was um there were a lot there's a lot of backstory to that and we'll do another episode right but Um, I had already been through so many courageous moments. And so the neat part of this was that when I said to myself, I don't have a story and I thought, well, what will I write about? I wrote about the divorce. So I believe that every experience is a gift to inspire another. So that also came through during this time. Every experience is a gift to inspire another. So had I not went through this courageous divorce, this this ending a 25-year relationship that had two little beautiful angel daughters with it, um, thinking it, it could, watching and knowing how many lives divorce has destroyed, I realized instantly that I actually had a story. <laughs> so I was like... At the end of itself of the, what you went through with your the message, your, your message. <laughs> yeah. 
pretty much like anything that you're going through is what is your story, what you should put out. Mm-hmm. And yeah. And even deeper still, little did I know that after really writing about the divorce, writing about this piece and mm-hmm. the time in between just to be fair was about four and a half years. From the time I was divorced until the story I actually wrote, my gosh, did that just like clear up so many things from my internal energy, actually writing the story and recognizing that it was all part of, of the plan, if you will, or the pivot to, to help me see who I was and what I came here to do. So that story, this is why I believe in writing because it solidifies your message in such a way that you're like, And so now the only way I see that piece of my life is, wow, how wonderful that I can actually lead others through an experience that needs a lot of courage. But, but publishing kept doing that for me too. I wasn't done. (laughs) Yeah. You're like, I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep going. (laughs) It's not time to stop yet. (laughs) It keeps on begging you. Courage will keep on begging you to, to experience what I like to call life. And I want to sum up my definition of life because it's different for all of us. For me, life is, is freedom, freedom to be present and, and create as I go. And, and that's what the full circle has done for me. Like I've never felt so much freedom uh, in my life and I trust the outcome and I can, I can trust the outcome. So because of this publishing story. So after I wrote that story and I thought, wow, I wrote another story three months later and long story short, because I had the courage to actually put one in and then put another in. And the second chapter was about how I feel as though we can align with our soul's journey, right? Our abundance and is our authenticity is using the modalities which I had trained in, which were yoga and Reiki and meditation, breath work and sound healing. And so I wrote a chapter on that. And again, solidified in me like, yeah, you can do workshops on this stuff, Mary. Like, you know, like, oh, so it's kind of like, I, I can see what you mean. Like the more you say it, the more like, like solidify it. It's more like your body feels clear and light and just like, it, it everything just comes into play of what will come next in your life and it's like like you say oh now I can do workshops maybe I can teach other people now I can do like retreats and you know going moving forward and all that that and so it did it opened I you know I expanded in Sedona retreats pretty rapidly uh, I host retreats in Sedona Arizona and so that did but I think the the what I want the common thread here for everyone to know is that Every moment of every day takes courage. But if you would just say, I've got the courage, you'll quickly soon recognize and reap the rewards of the courage instead of like, I think a lot of time we're asking for something we already have. We're just not willing to go go in and get it, right? It's like asking your mom as a young child, mom, where's my favorite toy? And, you know, instead of going to get it, like just... I've got the courage and I'm open to receive what the universe has for me. That that's one of my mantras that I just gifted all of you. Cause that, that one works with courage really well. I'm open to receive all that the universe has taking responsibility out of having to know everything. Um, so I, after the second book, I started my own publishing company. Like I never, yes, 
I don't have and it, it's oh. this, and I'm being completely transparent. Like I don't have a history. I didn't major in English or writing or any of that. And we don't have to. Yes. Living a life well lived, or what I like to call living a life less ordinary, is all about embracing courage. It's already in there. You don't, it's not outside of you anymore. It's about saying, I already embody this. And in fact, I'm going to start looking at my life as what, what is being invited for me today rather than what's going to happen today? What's the invitation? What can I see differently? What can I receive? But yes, in, in, in retrospect, not only did I gain the visibility in the audience uh, that I felt like I was really being, had that niggle in me, almost that anger that like something's next. Did I gain that? I'm leading the way for others to do the same thing. Yeah. to link into this courage that's already inside of them. Yeah. So, wow, like from one one drop of courage, the ripple effect. Yeah. Even to just say that to yourself every day. Well, if I'm courageous today, at least every, you know, I give everybody else permission to be, or I radiate that, you're actually doing it for the collective, for the whole. Everything that you do for yourself you're doing for the whole because yeah. once you experience it for you, you can't not share it just like trauma, right? Yes. It, it, they both work the same way. Yeah, they do. So, and they both carry this, the, the, they both require energy. So instead of holding on to the bag of trauma and seeing life through that, that kaleidoscope, go over to the courageous kaleidoscope. Like just, yeah, and no, and this is also like reason like I like I when I my own experience of courageous and being courage within myself, I created this podcast for that to show that that other women and other people can also share the courageous story because I experience courage and having the courage to every minute, every hour, every week, every second of my life to choose that I can do this. And I want to share it to everyone that they can do that without having the external validation from other people to make that choice for you, that you can start that. And then like you said, collectively, you make that little drop, boom, it already, it's already spreading out to everyone else. Everything so, does change. And listen, just like uh, Tina, just like you just said, y'all are special, just like us. We're all special. Mm -hmm. right? We all can do this. We all have this gift and truly and I'll say this, and I have a lot of modalities. I've I've learned a lot of things and taught a lot of things. Um, and, and that we don't even need the premise of that. We just need to be willing to say, I'm gonna go figure, I'm gonna know who I am. And I wanna really uh one of my other things every morning I do is I just put my hands on my heart and I say, Show me the way today. What is mine to share? I take myself out of the role that has been driving us into misery for the last I don't know how many decades. And I just went over to the other train track and I said, I'm just let it, I'm just going to be a little light and airy. And again, I'll reflect this back just for the listeners. I'm no different than any of you. Every single one of us has this special capability. So do we call it special anymore? I still do because I think the word special feels yummy. So I yeah. use it, right? And I do that too. I use words that feel yummy instead of ones that don't. I I get to decide how I lead through this life. So, so yeah. So that was probably one of the latest and greatest pivots is actually sharing um, 
sharing my dark night of the soul after a 25 year relationship, getting divorced and then putting it out in story and watching how the story expanded me uh, to a platform beyond my wildest dreams. And I, I talk to people all over the world and it's not a superficial, like mm-hmm. my superficial connections and relationships are gone. You, yeah. And I, I'm learning that now too, just speaking to you guys, like all those superficial things that, that I thought I needed courage for don't even exist. And so the whole idea of actually needing what we think courage is, it's so in us that it's just who we are. Yeah. So, so then I say, tr- I trust the outcome. Mm-hmm. I trust the outcome. So you're, so you're saying that it all started when we're, it all started when you made that decision with your divorce. To so it all really, you know, courage started since I was probably mm-hmm. took my first breath. It takes a lot yeah. of courage for us to, to yeah. recognize that we're in the human experience. And probably still during those first breaths of life, we probably still have, uh, we have a decision right there to make. Am I going to be courageous enough to stay in here? Because I've yeah. never seen any of this before. Yeah. Same thing. But yeah, yeah um, the, the biggest part of my courage, though, is understanding that I could use my, my, experience as a gift for others and being courageous enough to share my vulnerable story to share my vulnerability with the world who or whoever decides to get their hands on that book right yeah and it took a lot of guts because uh you have to get raw and real to to share your stories but you have to get raw and real if you want to experience the truth of what life has to offer yeah, because then if you're not raw and real and vulnerable, you're pretty much like a robot, beep, well, beep, beep, right? Kind of a thing too. And then, yeah. I like to call it pretending. We're just pretending. And most of the things that you see in your external environment are just pretending because act this way, do this job, don't do that, do this. Like that's been our whole lives pretending people telling us how to do something not allowing us to figure it out for ourselves or choose for ourselves mm-hmm. and yeah. some may think that well without that kind of hierarchy we'd be a mess but would we have we experienced a life without that kind of hierarchy have we actually allowed ourselves to experience a life where we all become our individual selves and we don't have to have any of these ideals or pretendings because we accept one another wholeheartedly because we learned how to do that for ourselves it's interesting i could go way out there (laughs) (laughs) i'll reel it back in right but yeah sharing the truth of who you are feels a whole lot better than pretending and pretending energy is the same of energy that says you need to get some courage and get yourself out of here or you need to take the next step forward or you need to do whatever courage is asking you to do stop pretending yeah. and and choose something better for yourself or that feels more in alignment. And, um, you know, we do this, you know, one of the biggest struggles I think that we all go through with this is relationships in themselves. Yeah. I just shared the victory of how, and I'm not condoning anything other than I just shared the victory of how accepting my divorce and moving forward and stepping forward and using it to inspire hasn't made it you know it's just part of life yeah and with everything that you 
you know, went through and also like, like going inward within yourself? How has it like improved your life so far? In- uh, yeah. Oh, I'll say it again. I am hands on heart living beyond any dream that I've ever had. Uh, I live really presently. In fact, I, whatever invitations come in for the day, I take inspired action towards. Um, this has been a long, uh, I don't like to use any of those words, but this has been a very dedicated self-devotion practice over the last 15 years. And I start my day, the one, the three things that I do every day that I share with everybody, that if you're ready to change your life, if you're ready to live what I like to call a life less ordinary, that's what I live. Everything that is desirable shows up for me. I don't run after anything. I put an intention out or I hold my body, my vessel as the intentional space for it to birth through. And it it's like magic or miraculous or unseen unknown, which is still science. It's just when you get so into, attuned to yourself, life happens for you. Life really is always happening for you. But because you've been pretending not being yourself, you can't see it. And when you start being yourself, when you start choosing for you, when you start loving you, when you start accepting all of you, every day it's a practice. Every single day, same thing. Daily commitment, daily movement, daily celebration. Every single day. Was it daily movement, daily celebration? Daily, Daily connection, daily movement. And daily celebration. Those are my three non-negotiable practice every day. And usually I knock them out right first thing in the morning. So life is just playful and fun. Hands on heart. Yes. I don't even pretend like I'm, I mean, this is, this is what I came here to share and be. I know it because it's a life less ordinary. Um, you see things change because you change. Yeah. Nobody around you needs to change. Mm-mm. You get to change. You get to change and watch the reality of who you desire to be and what you desire to see walk towards you because you get, really, you're just getting in the vibration of it. Yeah. That could be a whole nother podcast too, but uh, it's all about daily connection. It's reminding myself who I am every single day. It's not daily prayer. Daily prayer can be something else. When you're in daily prayer, you're praying to someone else. When I'm in my um, self-connection, I am self devoted. I am committed to knowing, to aligning, to to saying whoever it is that I am, accepting who I am. Uh, a lot of that is mantra for me, accepting the mantras of who I am. Um, we have to accept ourselves every day. Yeah. And then so just kind of clarification is uh, between daily prayer and daily connection is more like daily prayer is more like you're praying to someone, a higher, a higher being, whereas daily connection is more like looking inward to yourself mm-hmm. right and just feel and celebrate connect and what was the, what the third oh, one again? movement movement mm-hmm. so, and just feel everything within that within yourself versus yeah so you're actually connecting to you you're not connecting yeah. to anything outside of you yes but generally when you're praying what we've learned right we're praying to faith we're praying to something outside of us yeah but when you're connecting you're going inside. You're connecting with I am. Uh, the movement piece. What is the movement piece? Because I yeah. know what is the movement piece can be anything. It can be breath work. It can be just shaking out your body. Because once you've connected, you want to shake out any vibrations or things that that were uh, released during your connection. 
Trust me. We don't what's have the, to know. So what is there an order of like, is it movement for my celebration? Order, oh. My order is daily connection, daily movement and daily celebration. So my day is getting up and connecting to myself. Perhaps I even pull a card. You know, mm-hmm. I do. I work with Oracle cards, but I get in like a seven minute connection of calling in my highest consciousness of aligning my energy. And then I like to move. I like to jog. I like to lift a little weights. I like to do a little yoga. I like movement. So the next thing I do after I connect with myself, I go move. Uh, could be walking outside. Like I said, could be breath work. Could be just shaking out your body energy. You know, we're so alive. And then celebrate. Celebrate anything. Celebrate that you went through the daily connection and the daily movement. Celebrate that it's time for you to take the next step and be open to receive life today. Celebrate something that maybe dropped in your inbox. Thought you were doing all that stuff. I live a life less ordinary. You know who I connect with first? Me. Then I go share myself with the world. Not the other way around. I don't get up and hit the road and go to work and then f- wait till I'm finished working to do all the things that I need to do for me. No way. I did that for 25 years. I played in the corporate carnival for 25 years. I played the other way. Yeah. I play this way. And everything plus and then more. And I'm just, I'm, I, my soul is aligned with limitless resources and opportunities. Always. I know this. They tell me every morning in connection, right? I hear this every morning in connection. And it is like, I'm just. Um, Wait, so how, for, for the daily connection, mm-hmm. what do you do specifically in that? Well, I have ra- uh, Reiki practices. Oh, okay. So I connect with myself through the Reiki practices that I have learned over the last 15 years. Um, for me, it's it's aligning with my chakra energy. Mm-hmm. It is opening up my vessel physically, allowing light to move through my vessel. Um, it's calling in the wisdom, the truth. I mean, it's a whole series of, I call in the uh, wisdom. I thank, I thank the universe for the wisdom, the truth, the love, the experience, the passion, purpose, and prosperity. The energy then rises back up in and through me uh, in a whole another delight of mantras and fountains. Um, I call in uh, St. Germain. He's the violet flame of unconditional love. I call in archangels. I mean, there's a whole slew yeah. of, of a divine team. Every Again, I'm going to go back to every single one of us are special. We all have this. And if you think that I just went a little bit too far north for you with what I was, who I was calling in, I just want you to remember one thing. Everything that we're doing in the three-dimensional platform has also been learned, taught, and is a program. And that is the truth. Mm. And we have always had what we have always had. We just decide which game we're going to play. And I got tired of playing the game that made me feel like I needed to walk with shame and I needed to walk with guilt and I needed to feel bad. I let go of suffering because that's a program. It's a game. It's part of what we've all just learned it. Right. Yeah. And so I learned something new. I wanted to learn something new. How do I connect with me? How do I connect with all that supports me? I mean, this these bodies, and I don't, again, I don't mean to go that far out, but I'm telling you truthfully, like we're miraculous. These bodies are miraculous. We are miracles walking and breathing. Yeah. And I am 46 years old telling you that. Again, I've played in the other thing. 
I get what I'm saying. But when I started looking at it from the other perspective, like I'm, this is not a burden. This experience is a gift. Yeah. A gift to celebrate and enjoy and love everything that's around you and not be so succumb to the suffering. Because like you said, it's a program that we go on day by day, but then we do have a choice to not pretend anymore, but a choice to choose a life that we want. And like you said, with your with your daily um, connect daily practices of connection, movement, and then celebration, you know, it's allowing yourself to choose you first in the very beginning when you wake up and then the rest of the day could go as it pleases. It's fun. Uh, I just had an in-person client before our call. And the last thing she said, because this is what she heard. So I do Reiki energy healing in my New Orleans place. And uh, she said, so I get it. I got to pay myself first. And I mm -hmm. said, absolutely. You yes. pay yourself first. It is the most soulful thing that you can do. Soulful. Yes. Not selfish. Not self-centered. No. It is no. the most soulful thing you can do. Yes, the most soulful. <laughs> Thank you so much, Mary, for um, sharing your story and your knowledge and what you do to apply, you know, sharing your story because that's what you apply to yourself. And I really do believe our listeners will feel inspired and get inspired by, you know, be able to choose themselves, have the courage to choose themselves and even the daily, like starting when they will wake up to choose themselves. So mm. thank you so much. Um, if what would be one takeaway that you would want our listeners to have? Mm. I'm going to have to say it. Just connect, connect with yourself every day. It doesn't have to be a lengthy practice. Hands on heart. Show me the way today. What is mine to share? Yeah. That's it. Just just making one small change that would that would acknowledge to you that you are in there that you are you and that there is some that we are all beautiful bright and brilliant and have something to share yeah so oh. courage is inside just go in there and get it <laughs> thank you mary thank you so much um and thank you for joining us we really appreciate it a lot of course thank you thanks for having me tina of course um Thank you, everyone, for listening in. If you enjoy this podcast, please hit the follow button wherever you're listening and look out for new episodes every Tuesday on The Courageous Inner Peace. Thank you for listening in. If you enjoy our podcast and would like to get connected with Mary Gooden, please look in the description for more information and for the links.